Oklahoma schools are conducting a giant experiment. Forced by COVID-19, they're doing distance learning and trying to support students' emotional needs from afar. And as State Impact's Robbie Korth reports, that instruction is often being delivered without the technology that could make it more productive. When it became apparent in mid-March that students wouldn't be returning to school buildings this year, the Oklahoma State Department of Education started scrambling. They knew that if distance education was going to be the new norm, kids would need an internet connection. So they started surveying, and they found that many students don't have internet access away from school. That's even in a place like Pryor, which is home to a $3 billion Google data center. The last time I checked, it was about 30%. That's Tiffany Ballard, Pryor Public Schools Assistant Superintendent. Her district is like a lot of others. About one quarter of Oklahoma students don't have home internet. That means online schooling isn't an option. So schools like Pryor, which has 2,700 students, have to print out packets and find a way to get them to kids. We have right now, I think it's about 500 students we're printing for, for sure. And then we know we'll get phone calls after that. In Pryor, the district is mailing those packets to its students. Ballard says she told teachers to create games and interactive exercises. I wanted to stress to our teachers, this is the time to do out-of-the-box thinking with your students. Oklahoma teachers have to get creative because of the state's coverage problem. The survey of Oklahoma districts was critical to figure out the best way to deliver instruction, says State Superintendent Joy Hoffmeister. And delivering instruction was critical to helping students during coronavirus closures. I think there's a social-emotional aspect to this. She says teachers and students need to refocus their efforts from worrying about COVID-19 and get back to education and student growth. We can focus on something that's productive and leads to success for our kids, and I think that that's a, a very important focus for us to have. Hoffmeister believes online classes are the best way to get instruction to students. But that's not realistic in much of the state, as more than 167,000 students don't have access at home. And it's not just a problem in towns like Pryor. That district's much larger neighbor, Tulsa, estimates about a third of its students don't have a way to get online. And maybe even more have inconsistent access to the internet. That's Tulsa's superintendent, Deborah Gist, talking during a Chamber of Commerce conference call. The state's two largest districts are using digital options as much as possible, but they are also leaning on paper packets that, like Pryor's, are designed to be interactive and feature readings. And then they're doing something um, based on what they've read because we didn't want it to just be, you know, a bunch of busy work. When you don't have the Internet, supplemental learning is available via public television. OETA cleared all of its programming on one of its supplemental over-the-air channels and is airing educational content from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Polly Anderson, OETA's executive director, says the model is based on what PBS SoCal did with Los Angeles Public Schools to provide programming for students. This is over-the-air broadcasting. It's free. You don't have to have a computer. You don't have to have Internet access. Anybody with a TV and a um, antenna can, can access this. The programming is designed to fill in gaps left by time away from school. But thanks to online tools from the State Department and PBS, the shows can serve as a way to enrich education, which has been the goal of teachers from the start. Hoffmeister says efforts from school districts, OETA, and others have served as a reminder of the importance of education in individual communities. School is not the building and classrooms. School is the relationships, the engagement and connection between students and teachers, teachers and family, and that is what we are reengaging in. 
The three-week scramble was difficult, but Ballard says taking care of students is what teachers in Pryor and across the state do best. So they were ready to rise up to the challenge. This is nothing new for public education. I just think people are starting to realize how important public education is to the community and to families. There will be problems with distance learning, and educators acknowledge Oklahoma students will be negatively impacted by massive school closures. But the best way to mitigate the challenges created by closures is to bring back normalcy, and that's through schooling using whatever method is available. For State Impact, I'm Robbie Korth. State Impact is a collaboration of NPR member stations in Oklahoma.